Welcome to Storygram Talk with Kristen and Bridget. This is a show designed to reach out through the Bookstagram community in order to educate, entertain, inform, and simply enjoy all things book-related. Hi, I'm Kristen from My Friends Are Fiction. And I'm Bridget from Dark Fairy Tales. Together we own Storygram. Today we're going to be doing some summer reading recommendations. Each of us are going to recommend five books that we think you would enjoy to read this summer. So we're going to get started. First up, I am going to recommend Stilling Home by Becky Wallace. This is such a cute contemporary book. It is going to be releasing in July the beginning of July of 2019. And it is a summer romance basically about a girl who her family owns a a minor league baseball team. And she, her dream is to eventually run and manage the team someday. And a new boy comes into town. He is starting the minors and is like a big time recruit and is hoping to make the major soon but obviously in baseball you always start at the minors first and then you move up and he is sort of there her dad and his dad were family friends growing up and so he kind of moves you know into town and she shows him around and all that stuff but she has like a no dating the players policy that's like one of her big things and but he ends up getting injured and basically stays at her house while he's recovering and yeah you know sparks fly drama immerses and it's just a really fun cute read and I totally recommend it if you're looking for a cute sport romance my first one I I'm not a huge contemporary reader, but this one is Alex Approximately by Jen Bennett. I loved it. I read it, I think, two years ago. And I'm not going to do a full-on summary just because I'm not good at that. (laughs) But I kind of can tell you the feel it gave me. And it's about a movie theater, summer jobs, and falling in love. And also about the idea of knowing someone online versus how you feel with someone in person. So it's... Just really fun. I think I read it in one evening and I just loved it. It's like perfect to take to the beach or, you know, when you're, if you're take your kids to the pool or something, it's like that kind of perfect little fun read. So I recommend anything by Jen Bennett, honestly. Had you read this one? I have not read that one, but I've read pretty much all of her other ones. I have that one and I have it on uh, list. This, actually, I think it's my it's favorite. Summer. This is my favorite of hers. It was my first, maybe because it was the first one I read, but I just I loved it. It's so good. Yeah. Oh, I need to read it. I actually have it on my list to read for this summer. <laughs> awesome. And, yes, it's definitely perfect. I mean, even look at the front. It's like floaty oh, yeah. and yeah, it's like perfect. It is the summer. Yeah, like the perfect summer read. So my, the next one is Open Road Summer by Emery Lord. This one actually was her debut. She's written quite a few others, but this was my favorite of hers. And it's basically a girl just broke up with her boyfriend and her best friend is a famous country star and she decides to go on tour with her for the summer and her opening act is another cute boy country star and romance happens sparks fly all that stuff but I loved the friendship I think the most between the the girl the main character and her famous friend it it was so cute and fun and I just one of those summer reads that and like Kristen said I think what I love so much about 
contemporary books is that they're in a way sort of mindless entertaining reads that you don't have to be super engrossed and paying attention to everything you're reading and otherwise you're going to be lost and I just love that you can just enjoy it and read it in one sitting and that's kind of how any of Emery Lord's books are but this one's really cute. I think with contemporary what makes it since it is taking place in our world you know, your brain doesn't have to kind of digest all the wor- the rules of the world and all the different places and languages and this and that. It's just set here. It's kind of like watching a rom-com, you know, it just kind of super fun. My second one is less, uh, it's not at all contemporary or rom-com. It is <laughs> The Forest of Hands and Teeth by Carrie Ryan. This is an older book. I think there is a different cover now. They've redone the cover and it's like paperback. And there are two other companion books that go with it. You don't have to read them. Uh, to, this is like a full story, but you can read the companions. They're beautifully done. They are kind of the village uh, meets zombie-ish kind of thing. So I'm not huge on summer because I live in Texas. So a lot of my summer is me hiding in the air conditioning (laughs) and uh, kind of trying to think about things other than being hot. And so zombies to me are like nice too. And plus I don't get scared because it doesn't get dark for until so late. So it's like better nighttime read because I actually... Zombies freak me out. Like, I'm actually really kind of scared of them, but it's fun. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't, I have actually not read that one. I think Carson has, and he actually really liked it. It is so good. I haven't read em, any of Emery Lord, so I have to read that one too, but it's cute. And Stealing I, Home is actually on my list for this summer. So I'm excited about it. But yes, I'm glad Carson liked this one because I think I might have uh, made Patrick listen to the audiobook. That's what Carson did. He did the audiobook and he actually really liked him. And yes, that and so that, that's like one thing too that a lot of these maybe not necessarily as much a boy recommendation, but it's nice sometimes when you can recommend something to your husband or to your son. And because I mean, not that they can't read cute rom coms, but they probably won't enjoy them as much as a girl would. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yep. Yeah, if it has zombies though, Patrick's all into it. So that's like his thing. <laughs> Nice. Okay, so the next one I'm going to recommend is Love, Life, and the List by Casey West. Casey West is probably my favorite contemporary uh, romance author of all time. I have read everything by her. I absolutely love, love, love her books, but I think this one might be my favorite. It's basically a group of friends that have been friends forever, and the girl the main character had been in love with one of the boys who's been her best friend for years and she's been in love with him for a long time and like a year before the book takes place she had told him but she kind of laughs it off as a joke and so all this time like she just she has this awkward tension because she's like well I told him but but he doesn't really know he doesn't think that he thinks it was a joke you know anyway their other two friends in their group take off for the summer so they're left alone and it's just so cute so if you like bet uh you know friends to lovers type of romance this one is definitely probably this is definitely the read for you and it's just so cute oh i've read uh, some of her books but i haven't read that one so i need to really liked it and i read it <clears throat> when was it? i read it like when i was on vacation actually with my husband and i just Oh, it just gave me all those butterflies and just made me Aww. like, oh, I'm like, oh, I love this. I'm so, and I've, I've reread that one. I, I don't read, read a lot of books. And that one is actually one I have reread because I liked it so much. Oh, I need to get it. I'm just going to yeah. put it on my list. I know, right? 
I like to do uh, ocean vacations during the summer. Like I always want to go to Florida. And so when I think ocean, my brain goes to pirates. So Diary of the <laughs> Daughter of the Pirate King by Trisha Levenseller. This book was so addicting and fun. I read it. I mean, I couldn't stop reading it. I was like, I'm just a lot of times if I don't know what to read, I'll read the first page of a lot of different books to just kind of see what feel it has. This was on my list. And so I just read the first page and couldn't stop and sat and read the entire thing and was I fell head over heels in love with it. The romance in it is so fun. It's everything's witty and they have so much fun dialogue together and it's uh, it's perfect. And I know you love this one so much too. It's like one of the, I don't know, it's my favorite pirate book, I would say. Yeah, definitely my favorite too. And I, it's one of my all time favorite books of actually ever because growing up pirates, I was really big into pirates. I watched pirate movies all the time. And so when that book released, it just like hit home for me. And I was the same way I read it in one sitting. See, and I'm not usually a pirate fan, so that says something because I, this one made me a pirate fan because after this, I was like, ooh, I actually do like pirates. <laughs> I didn't yeah. know it, I did, but I do. Okay, so my next one is When It's Real by Aaron Watt. So this one is a YA, but I would definitely say it's more upper YA just because of some of the content, but this is the fake dating trope. The main character, her parents were in a car accident and passed away i can't remember how much before the book takes place but her sister was old enough that she could become the guardian of the girl and her younger brother so she did of course and the sister works she's like the assistant to an agent of like famous singers and stuff so there's a guy and he's a famous pop star and they want to try and make his image better because he's got such a bad image you know to the media so they want to have him date somebody that's more wholesome and kind of like a fan to make it look more I don't know more realistic and just like one of those you know so every fan can be like oh well maybe I could actually have that type of romance and things like that so that's what happens so they pay the girl and they need the money obviously because they don't have parents and the sister is trying to, you know, do things to support him and stuff. But so they pay the girl to pretend to be his girlfriend and, you know, things get sticky and turn real. Books like so. that. I haven't read that one, but it kind of reminds me when you say that of like Cinderella, where it's like the everyday kind of girl can, you know, end up falling for the prince or the prince falling for her. Like exactly. that's just yeah, what that it reminds totally me of. Totally that kind of. And it's the. Uh, the fake the fake relationship that's like totally a trope so people I love that trope <laughs> I do too I love that like the fake dating the fake I just read another one where they were fake dating and actually it was fix her up by Tessa Bailey which was oh. running on tour and I loved it oh I want to read that one too my next one is Sorcery of Thorns by Margaret Rogerson. She did Enchantment of Ravens I think that came out la last year or the year before Ooh, uh, I think it was was it a year and a half ago a year and a half ago Okay. Um, this one is about a librarian. It's like a fantasy world with grimoires, sorcerers, librarians. It's just a perfect library-ish kind of read. It's got uh, century-old conspiracy theories where the main character gets kind of thrown into it unwillingly. And it's just a really beautiful read. It's um, faster read than I expected. 
I thought it would be, you know, a little bit slower because it's fantasy, but it was actually very quick and I loved it and the world was beautiful. Okay, so my last one is Most of All You by Mia Sheridan. So this one's definitely adult, so it's got more explicit content, I would say, in it, but nothing like crazy or erotic or anything like that. It's it's still pretty tame, but it's definitely got some more adult content. But it's kind of a heartbreaking read a little bit, I would say, because the main character was kidnapped as a child and abused, obviously, by his captor. And he was held captive for, I think, over a year, and he eventually was able to escape. But by the time he escaped, it's really sad, but his parents were had already been killed in a car accident. Oh, man. And so he went home to his brother. He had a younger brother and 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 they had and he had a guardian that he was able to go home to. So he still went home to like a loving a loving place, but all these years later he's now an adult and he can't be touched. So like not like in a in a romantic way that any kind of physical touch like that is really hard for him. But there's a girl he's slightly interested in and he wants to try and get some practice. So he goes to a strippers club and basically hires a stripper to help him, you know, learn physical touch. But obviously things kind of develop between him and the girl he meets at the club and they have a lot more in common and a lot more heartache and you know past experiences that they can share and stuff and eventually they fall in love the the thing about it though is even though he is so broken he didn't let that stop him from being a happy person like he still lives a very like full life and very he's very positive about everything and I really like that because usually in most books when they have an experience like that they just stay broken and you can't and they never get out of it and I liked that he didn't stay broken and that he didn't let his experience ruin who he was Hmm. so I really found this one extremely inspirational and just the romance is so well done. Mia Sheridan is probably one of my favorite adult um, romance authors. She she's does such amazing stories, and I highly, highly recommend anything by her. Archer's Voice is another one by her, and it's fantastic. I actually recommended it to my sister, and it's one of her favorite books of all time. My next and last one is Caravel by Stephanie Garber, which you might all have already because it's pretty big. But if you don't, I highly recommend it. It is um, about two sisters and one of the I have a sister, an older sister. And so I loved the relationship between Tella and Scarlett and the way that uh, they the relationship grows. It's three books and all are out so you can binge read them. Also, the romances are beautiful. There's uh, several in there that are great. And Legendary is the second one. And to me, they just get better as you read them. And Stephanie makes such an amazing world. It's just beautiful. It has kind of the feel of a circus with magic. And a lot of it, it kind of feels historical a little bit with the locations and stuff like I don't know I can imagine them wearing like beautiful like ball gowns and stuff and I agree I think it like has a beautiful historical fiction type of setting like with a fantasy twist there's magic there's oh the boys I I, that's one of my favorite things about the book with the boys like because they're just oh they're kind of villainous a little bit 
But at the same time, they're like definitely those gray characters. Where the girls, I don't think are as much, but the guys are definitely more really gray characters, and the girls, you know, help make them better people. And I, I love that kind of romance. <laughs> Right. And plus there's just twists with it, you know, like things happen and I didn't see them coming. And there's kind of some mysteries that you, you know, slowly get revealed. And sometimes some of the mysteries are things that you didn't even expect to even be a mystery in the beginning. Like I had to reread the first book after reading the second book and the third book so that I could see the little draw, you know, the little breadcrumbs that were sprinkled in from the very start of the Caravel all the way through the series, things that I might not have even noticed, but then they become more and more relevant as you read each book. And it's just, it's kind of like master storytelling. I loved it. And it's just beautifully done. And the yeah, so I totally agree. Yeah, I do too. That one's one of my favorite. It's one of like we're both obsessed with that series. So if you have not read it, you really, really should. If if you like fantasy of any kind, Stephanie creates a world that you just want to get lost in. Yes, exactly. And it's just uh, all of mine that I recommended are out already. So that's a good thing. You could just go pick them up and read them. Yeah, the only one of mine that isn't out is Stealing Home, and it's coming out at the beginning of July, so you can definitely go pick up any of those. Uh, Becky Wallace, the author of Stealing Home, uh, also has a pre-order campaign going for if, uh, I think if you request it at the library, it counts, and then I haven't, it's on her website, but it's something that if you're going to be ordering it, you should look at. I love pre-order campaigns. so I do too, and we'll link to that in our, in the description of the podcast so if you want to learn more about the pre-order campaign you can click on that and I think we're actually going to have Becky on yes yes I'm not sure dates yet but we will definitely probably close uh to when the book releases to get her take on everything and maybe get some clues into what she's writing next I always like to find out little secret things about what's coming next I'm like what can you tell us yes Yes. So hopefully you guys found some new books to read this summer and thanks for joining us. And if you have any questions or comments, you can head over to storygramtalk.com. There's a form you can fill out and um, hit us up if you have any suggestions on podcasts you want us to do or anything else you want to talk to us about. Just let us know.